Welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we will uh, discuss some of our favorite advice columns from around the internet and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-So. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This week we're doing something extra special that we have wanted to do for a little while. As all of our three listeners know, we yep. are not equipped to give no, advice. Not at all. Not Very equipped unequipped. to give advice at all. <sighs> so for a while we've really wanted to have a segment where we ask a professional, where we ask a social worker. But as you can imagine, um, this show is not budgeted for anything big like that. So we have done, I guess what I think is better because it's my best friend, but perhaps the second best thing for the rest of you, which is not to ask ask a licensed social worker, but to ask a person on their way to becoming (laughs) a licensed social worker. (laughs) (laughs) Who is using this podcast for their hours toward their license. Uh, I wish. Um, I'm so uh, far away from that. Welcome, welcome, Gemma Stromwick. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So happy to be here. Oh my God. We are happy to have you. Well, we're really excited to have you on even with that, even though you are not, not licensed yet. I know that you are more qualified. More qualified than than the two of us combined. (laughs) That is for sure. Thank you so much for taking time out of your incredibly busy day, becoming a licensed social worker and holding a full-time job. Yeah. Doing much more important work than we do. Two things that neither of us can claim (laughs) about ourselves. Don't have that. Don't have that. But we do have some stumpers. And so we thought we'd bring them to you, Gemma. This one is, it's short, but it's still confusing. You guys might have to help me understand, like, legit, like, literally, logistically what's going on. Okay, okay sure. We'll break it this, down. Yeah, this is signed VA, period, like Virginia? Like, I don't know. I, I don't think know. So. Okay. Um, Dear Carolyn, also Carolyn Hacks for mm-hmm. the Washington Post. Okay. Dear Carolyn, my best friend and I became roommates after college, and okay. I started dating her sister while my roommate continued in a long-term relationship. Got it. Okay. That relationship has since ended, and we've admitted we have feelings for each other, meaning roommate, like best friend roommate and mm-hmm, caller. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have obviously have to break up with the sister. They keep saying like these like non-specific articles. They mean her sister. Like I obviously I have to break up with yeah, her yeah. sister. Um, but but is there any way to diplomatically start seeing my roommate, or do I just have to leave the country and try to forget the whole thing? Yeah, leave the country. The U.S. is fucked. Yeah, burn it down. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. What yeah. does the professional I mean... have to say? Well. Gemma's like, do you have EU citizenship? Can you leave the country? Can you go to Canada? What (laughs) can you do? Will Australia take you? Do you want to go to Israel? They'll probably have you. They'll probably take you. (laughs) Well, I'm like, dude, if you, like, are you in love with your, like, best friend, Mm -hmm. roommate, or not? Because if you are, then don't fucking move to another country. Right. Sure. Like, how important is it really? Mm -hmm. Like, if you move away, you just feel like so ashamed and like scorned, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and what if he maybe like a little bit of what yeah. if? Yeah. Right. They're, I mean, it's, it's, it's hyperbole, right? I mean, I don't think they're literally like, <laughs> but I just, I think what they're not saying is that they have a little bit of like, uh Oh, what if I do this? And it turns out mm-hmm. that like, 
I actually just have intense platonic friend feelings or like they've been unattainable. And so it was like super great to fantasize about. But like in reality, we're not well meant for each other. Will I end up ruining my friendship with this person? Like, I think all that stuff is probably more... Wait, I have a I have a clarifying question. Is the roommate also in love with Caller? Do we know? They well, they have feelings for each other. We've admitted we have feelings for each other. Yeah. Okay. Isn't the larger question here how roommate would like to proceed? Like Caller is in yes. a relationship with roommate's sister. Like, yeah. Wait, does she even want to right. date him? Like, isn't isn't it like isn't this more an interpersonal family related issue than caller's issue? Okay, they've decided they have to break up with sister. Correct. Like, yeah. obviously, I have to break up with sister. Okay, so th- and that's like totally within their control to do. That's yes. their relationship with sister, yes. and they should. Yeah, yeah, and, and then you're saying. When they say, is there any way to diplomatically start seeing my roommate? You're saying like, well, you kind of have to work with roommate slash best friend slash yes. love interest on that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, and we also yeah. don't know, like, did they talk about it? And sister, I mean, roommate said like, yeah, I like you. And I think you should break up with my sister. Right. And you know what I mean? Yeah. We, we have no other details of... We don't um, know. We don't have any details. But I think that the, the larger thing in the end is actually that, like, there there is a family matter at play here so that, in fact, roommate and, and sister have to have some sort of understanding or conversation. Well, it also doesn't seem like... I don't know. It seems like they could potentially save their friendship. Like... A lot of people have our best friends and then they have feelings for each other. But yeah, it, it ebbs and flows. And don't so act on yeah. that. You mean yeah. like they don't. That... Yeah. I mean. You know what might help this situation if they stop being roommates? Right. Why don't they just like not be roommates? Anymore? Yeah. Like it's like because maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like get some distance, like live with some other people. See if you still want to date this and then date them. Yeah. Like but like take the fucking pressure off, man. Like, right. yeah. yeah, I couldn't agree more. And break up with sister. And then you don't need get... to tell sister that you're that you like her, your roommate. Yeah. Get a little bit of space. Slash. Give it a and little then, bit yeah, of time. Roommates. Yeah. See how it goes from there. Oof, yeah. Just cool everything down. Just pour some water on this one. Like just like cold water. Whoa. Cold. Yeah. Cold water. Wet blanket. Mm-hmm. Throw something on there. Plunge. Slow it down. Oh, yeah, cold, cold plunge. plunge. Cold plunge. Refreshing. Here's the most fucked up one, which we all have an answer to already but i'm gonna read it it's from miss manners and i'm so outraged (laughs) when i read it one of my very Mm. good friends asked me a year ago if i could commit to being his date for two weddings he is on a two-year program out of the country and as it happens he can no longer attend the first one which is fine the second wedding however is still a go and he has reminded me multiple times to keep my schedule open as i travel a lot for work I just had a conversation with him, and while we were catching up, I discovered, when I asked, that I am no longer invited if his recent foreign girlfriend is able to obtain a visa and attend the wedding with him instead. If she is not able to attend, he assumed that I would still want to accompany him. Am I wrong for feeling that this is rude? I have already indicated that I do not want to attend at all, as I was not aware that I was a backup plan. Please advise, as this is a close friend of 10 years. Yeah, it's um why is she offended? I mean, they're not even dating. Wait, why is she you don't think she should be offended that she's a backup No, plan? I think she should be offended. Okay, tell me more. Like it sounds like he communicated really poorly yes. about it. Yeah. Yes. I'm I'm kind of with you that it's sort of like I uh, ugh, 
the, uh, I guess start over. We've cut all that. It's garbage. Um, okay. But yeah, it's kind of like I. Uh, I'm offended, guys. I'm offended here. By the dude? Yes. I'm not your fucking backup plan. I'm your friend well, for 10 years. I guess what I'm bothered by, I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to uninvite her, just uninvite her. Don't move her from the category of like, we're going right. together to like, oh, well, I didn't tell you this, but now it's like, maybe we're not going together, but I'm not sort of going to just own up to the fact that I've demoted you. Like, just be like, okay, here's the deal. I have this new person. I really want to bring them if it's possible. Would that bother you? Like, like acknowledge that you're sort of changing the status of this whole fucking thing and like own that. Because yeah. he is changing the status of this whole fucking thing. I just feel... But I also feel like... Sorry, go on, go no, on. Go ahead. Go, go. Well, I just feel like he shouldn't... I understand wanting to invite, like, his new love. But I also am just like, they're your friend of 10 years. You guys will have a blast. Like, just... Do it. Like, don't yeah. change the plan. Yes. Just... Thank you. Keep her as the, yeah. the person. It also feels like a near, a near outcome of this, like, could have been that he didn't... Like, she, like she didn't learn about her backup status until he'd already canceled her like like right. if she hadn't if he hadn't sort of just like said this like it's also possible that he could have called her next week and just been like oh good news like you don't have to go to that thing anymore and right. she'd have been like what um and that's also <laughs> such a weird fucking outcome you know yes. like wait what <laughs> yeah i just like I, I am not i'm i'm just like very not okay with the idea of like if, listen, now I have another person that I could take, but if she doesn't want to come, then, like, you're still a go. I, I think, like, no, you no, just yeah, have to... Awful. Yeah, it's awful. It feels disgusting. Or you have to sell that better. You got to do a better right. job at selling yeah. that, bro. Like, I, I understand... Also... Like, I, I understand that position, but, like, work on your wording, my friend. <laughs> I, he just seems really wishy-washy. He seems really wishy-washy. I also, I worry for Caller because I, like, I wouldn't feel this way. Like, if I'm thinking of, like, one of my best guy friends had sort of done this to me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally get that. That makes sense. They're being so upset, Caller being so upset, kind of makes me feel like maybe they have a little bit of feels. Yeah. You know, like, I just, uh, it's hard for me to believe they're this yeah. upset unless they right. really feel dissed like i think i would just be like rooting for my friend especially if they're like my a good friend of 10 years i'd be like oh hell yeah like i'm so glad you finally found someone that you're so excited about like yeah whatever this this wedding means nothing to me like i will you know i and if i make other i'll just be like oh i made other plans sorry i'm not gonna be able to join like i will just treat it as casually as they will i wouldn't get upset i would just it would just become a more casual thing in my mind but the fact that this person kind of can't get to that place with it of being like oh whatever like i didn't want to go anyway so who cares maybe i'll just make other plans tell him i can't go that kind of tells me something else is Ugh, i'm i mean maybe sure i i don't know but like i i would have i think some similar feelings to this friend um to this caller sorry mm-hmm. without having any like sexual feeling the assumption that a friendship is less valuable than a new relationship like irks me to the core 
guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I, I think you. you're right. I think both are true. Yeah, I wasn't I meaning to say, like, I think How this dude is doing Steph? a cool thing. Well, no, I just, I'm just saying, like, I don't think this guy's doing a cool thing. I don't like the way he handled it. I'm just also saying that, like, I'm picking up on a vibe. And, sure. and, I, mm-hmm. and you're, like, you're pointing out something important, which is that why should there be a vibe for someone to be upset about this? And you're absolutely mm-hmm. right. Like, there doesn't necessarily need to be a vibe for someone to get this upset. So and I can see be, that that's the case. And you may be completely right in this case though I guess like regardless of if there are emotional feelings sexual feelings feelings that are calm I mean 10 years in a relationship with somebody friendship wise can produce all sorts of complicated feelings feelings, yeah yeah. even if there are weird sexual undertones that you might never actually want to act on like but there's like tons of past disappointments tons of like prior commitments and yes you know yeah Yeah, i totally get that yeah yeah well and part of me feels like this is like a typical dude move (laughs) yeah not to like gender stereotype no gender stereotype away please yeah you know i feel like maybe like a he should be in tune enough to how this person reacts to certain things right. Right. like friends Wait, of friends years. Years. Yeah. them yeah. Yeah. and then also just like oh well i have this option but i met this other girl and like it'll all be fine and like i don't know right he's I, sort of not owning that he like has any part yeah. to play in this he's just like oh well circumstances are just such that like my girlfriend may or may not be able to come so like those are the circumstances it's like well no you've created right. these circumstances buddy right yeah yeah like it seems really selfish yeah um, like I, I see that yeah. part too. And I mean, it's funny. I feel like I would not do that, but I understand the like, well, I want the best option for myself. Of course. Oh, we, we all you know, want the right? best option. Yeah, we all do. For but ourselves. We want to feel more everything. miserable yeah. being in the middle. Like, I feel like he should just have gone with, with friend. Yeah. Yep. Or, yep. or just like, and I think we're, have changed it. we're all saying like the same thing over and over, like, which is just like, it sounds like he, poorly conveyed everything like there I just think like there there is a way to to actively and to sorry to sell the idea that somebody is now the backup without it being offensive like well you just engage them as though they have some decision making power in it (laughs) yes you know like he's just sort of been like you object you are now in this place and it's like no they have choices too like you can like say hey this is a new option what do you think and then they can decide whether or not they're still on hold oh my god true that really is the uh i feel like the the, the like overarching theme of the show which is like engage people as if they have choice in the outcome as well (laughs) yeah oh the other thing i was gonna say is like he could just fucking go alone oh my god for real like for real it's fine it sounds like you're fucking this up a lot it sounds like maybe you should just go alone go alone because i feel like yeah like sometimes it's fun to just like go to a wedding by yourself oh my god it's crazy you can glom on to like new social circles you can like sort of get down with the family stuff in a in an interesting way yeah Mm -hmm. you're you're right as a free agent you can do a lot of cool shit at a wedding if i would guess how this is gonna end based on my outrage Mm. (laughs) i'm guessing he is gonna end up going alone you know what I think is sad? I think he's actually just going to, like, not show up if that's the case. And I think oh. he's not even going to, like, notify the couple either. They're just going to be like, mm-hmm. oh, well, there's a place setting for him, but he's not here. So so I love the one about the um, what can you do about stepmother. 
Yeah. <laughs> who the isn't the life of the, the party. Debbie, the party pooper. Yeah, I like yes. that one a lot. And I like how it says, it doesn't say like a stepmother. It just says, what can you do about stepmother <laughs> yes, who right. isn't the life of the party? Yeah. <laughs> it's written in. Wonderful. This is uh, Carolyn Hacks from the Washington Post. She is one of my personal favorite advice columnists. The question is signed anonymous. Dear Carolyn, my parents divorced when I was a toddler. Growing up, birthdays were huge for my sibling and me because they were one of the few times all year that we got to hang out with both of our parents at once. Later, when my dad remarried and had another child, they were even more important as a reminder that we uh, mattered to him. Oh, gosh. Um, But my stepmother was always a huge downer about this. She always actively pushed back against our wanting to have an all against our wanting to have an all family gathering for birthdays. Literally two days a year, one for each of us. There were a couple of dramas and arguments over this. We are now adults. I still like getting together on special occasions like birthdays, and my sibling does too. We have children now, which makes it even more special and fun. My mom is always game, and so is my dad, but my stepmother comes and pokes her lips out as if her favorite toy has been stolen. She makes snide remarks about what a fuss is being made. These are not regala gallows. They're family-only dinners at, like, pizza joints. She tries very hard to ruin every one of them at the risk of seeming like a damaged little kid who hasn't gotten past my parents' divorce of 35 years ago. Do you think it's okay for me to start uninviting my stepmother from these events? My dad is very much a look-the-other-wayer. Signed, Anonymous. Yeah. I just... Yeah. This situation is just wild to me. Like, I feel like... I'm like, how did it get to this point? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah. What's not being said? That's always interesting to me is sort of like what is not on the page here. I know. Um, Mm -hmm. After all of these years. Sorry, go on. Right? Yeah. Well, no, I just think it's funny. Like, these are not regatta galas. Do you think that's why the stepmother is bummed? Because they're not. Oh, maybe yeah. Gallas? They're too pedestrian. They're just like too probably suburban. Yeah. <laughs> when can we get these kids to Cotillion? Get it together. I mean, the other thing is like, so if they divorced thirty-five years ago, stepmother, stepmother was like <laughs> marrying into this family with like little kids. Yeah. I don't think she likes children at all. Okay. Right. Because if she did, she would feel some kind of familial i mean she's been in their lives almost their whole lives i know Mm -hmm. i know it seems really like incredibly sad that she's like basically raised them as well i imagine that there are some bad feelings uh Mm -hmm. that she holds about uh birth mother about their their mother it has to be something in that generation that like this person just doesn't have access to Mm -hmm. um yeah it's kind of that's kind of what I'm picking up on too. Yeah, and yeah. and I wonder like we don't as as always we don't know, but I wonder if there's any way to to like engage her to ask. You seem yeah. like you seem bummed during these events. What can we do to make these events bearable for you, slightly more mm-hmm. important for you? And then I would say like if you've had that conversation and she's unwilling to engage or work with you in that, then like, then she's uninvited. Then you've, then you're right, 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 right. Like first lean into the relationship. Like, Hey, you're in my family too. Like it matters to me. 
Yeah, I think if she, if they could have a conversation and then potentially if she could be involved in like, oh, well, where do you think we should have it this year? Right. You know, like, yeah. where should yeah. this regatta gala be held? Right. Exactly. Or like, let's do a regatta theme this year. You know, the kids right. won't know the difference. Right. <laughs> Does regatta mean that it's on boats? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like Head of the Charles. Yeah. Have you ever been? Head of the Charles. Oh my God, mm-hmm. no. You've never been to a regatta? <laughs> I mean, I, I have been to a regatta, but I I haven't been to like a. I'm not a wasp, guys. I, like, I don't live on the East Coast. I haven't been to like a classic <laughs> regatta. I like our our regattas were sad imitations. You know? I mean, also the other thing is I've been to a regatta, but I've never <clears throat> been to a regatta gala. Oh, a regatta gala! Yeah, that's yeah. a double whammy. Like, yeah, I've I don't never even know been what that to is. the party that coincides with the regatta. No, 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 no. By the way, if I had a daughter, I would name her Regatta Gala Bloomstein. <laughs> elegant. Very elegant. Do you think that my social work job should be giving this type of advice? Yeah, yeah. You mean anonymously? An like a, an advice column that's syndicated? An advice column. Yes. Yeah. Dear Gemma. Dear Gemma yeah. MSW. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Way better than seeing clients in person, right? Way better than, um, yeah. You don't have to actually take on people's shit. No, you don't have to absorb anything. You can just be like, ugh, I can't believe this is your problem. Yeah. I've got a solution for you. Also, I would change it from Dear Gemma to Dear, like, Jamma or some <laughs> weird iteration of my name. Jamma? J A M A. Or Dear Gamma. Gamma. Yeah, J A M M A. I love that. Dear, dear Jamma, Mamma Jamma. Gemma, tell us when you have to leave because of your lunch Oh, I do have to leave in a couple minutes. I feel like, was I, I feel like you guys are all both very qualified to be social workers. You are both very introspective and reflective. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Should I do your send off as, okay, we'll let you go. I'll let you go now. We'll let you go. We'll let you go. Thank you so much for the time you've given us and the, just the great insight you provided into the, these weirdo questions. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Seriously, Gemma for coming on. I love it. This has been wonderful. Gemma, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. And Steph, Mm -hmm. I have one more really good one for you. This one's timely. And is from the New York Times mm-hmm. and is signed Karen. And I bet you guess where this is going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you know where this is going already. I am one of the many women who now find our name used as an insult or shorthand for an obnoxious, entitled, occasionally racist creature who demands to speak to the manager or call the police for no good reason. I know this is not the biggest problem. Correct. But it really Correct. hurts me especially since I try not to exhibit the behaviors associated with the insult. How should I respond when I hear someone being called a Karen? Ignore it, defend myself, or change my name. Signed, Karen. Oh uh, ignore it. Ignore it. I think Like, that, literally? I, I think of... I, I Yes, it's super... Yeah, it's annoying. Like, I, I get it. It's annoying to have a name and then have that name tossed around and then potentially be a white woman who's trying not to embody the characteristics of a Karen. But, like, if you see yourself as really anti-racist, I actually think it's a wonderful opportunity for you to do some hilarious and wonderful shit as a Karen fighting against the Karen stereotype. Totally. Karen's against Karen. Also, it's just like, I just can't with the like, it's so annoying to be stereotyped this way when like the whole purpose, 
the whole thing it's drawing light to is just how fucking like terrifying and scary it is to be stereotyped by the color of your skin. Yes, exactly. It's just sort of like your annoyance doesn't in any way compare to the oppression of people of color. So just relax. Like, yeah. you're not like your life isn't isn't like systematically worse in like every aspect of your life because your name is Karen. Yep. In the way that your life is like systematically challenged at every turn. By um, the color of when your you're, skin. By the color of your skin. <laughs> right. So yeah. it's just like, it's just, who cares? I don't care about this Karen. Uh, but I do, yeah, I think you're right. Like just organize with other Karens and just be like Karens against Karens. Like we believe that Karens exist. We believe, we know that this is a problem. It's up to us Karens to like fight for a better way. Yes, we because are as the anti-racist you have Karens. mentioned in a past episode, like, white supremacy is a white person problem. Like, this is yeah. our problem to tackle. Karen's are a Karen problem. Karen's are a Get Karen in problem. There. And I just can't think... I understand the exhaustion around, like, the small level of disappointment <laughs> in having <laughs> your name usurped for this, like, meme. stereotype meme. And also, yeah. people misuse memes. Like, I think we have talked yeah, about in the past how I, at times, can find it <clears throat> exhausting when people label people karens who aren't and are just sort of like misusing this thing. misogyny often yes. is how karen is used oh. um so that sucks we get that yeah but i just see no better way to take that slight bit of like myth and turn it mm-hmm. into myth against actual karens and white supremacy yeah Organize. It's time to get organized, Karen. Also, like, you know, meme or not meme, I just like this style of activism Me that too. sort of, like, takes a stereotype and then says, like, oh, you think we'd be against this, but actually we're for this. Right. Like, I really appreciate Surge's um, campaign, which is um, white women for defunding the police, like yeah. white women for abolition, because it's sort of like, look, as the survivors of domestic violence, like, we know that police don't fucking protect us. Like, right. they don't prevent violence. Like, there's never like police have never shown up <laughs> and prevented me from domestic violence. Like, yeah. so why would like you yeah. think this is you, you think we have police to protect people like me, but you are so wrong. Yes. We fucking hate this too. get out of here. And I think like Karen's could be doing the same. Just like, yeah, this is not, <sighs> don't do this in our name, man. We don't want this shit. <laughs> like we don't think this is good. <laughs> I, I would encourage this, this, uh, Karen, to this person named Karen uh, to use their name and to use that idea to make change. It sounds like you potentially are anti-racist and I'm excited for the change that you're going to make, Karen. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're not actively anti-racist and you just want to be left the alone, then fuck off. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, get out of Go home. <laughs> Thank you, everyone else, for listening. You can find us online at dearsoandso.pizza, where you can submit questions of your own, find new episodes, and if you like, send us some of your favorite advice questions that you have mined from the depths of the interweb. Our theme music is by Busy Hemphill. And as always, this has been Dear So-and-So. I'm Steph Karp. And I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. Talk to you next week. Bye. See ya. I told you about my favorite Facebook group, right? That I found out about. I sent it Can to you. Can you right? please tell please tell me? Peloton Remind me. Peloton Law Moms. <laughs>
Oh yeah, Peloton Llamas. <laughs> it has three, no, that ones are pretty good. Three and a half thousand members. You must mm-hmm. own a Peloton bike or or treadmill. Like you, you yeah, must, you must be a mom. You have to prove you're a uh-huh. mom, and you must uh-huh. have passed the bar. Have a JD. It's so yeah. niche, but not niche at all. But not niche at all. Well, there are three things that the 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 quality of one increases the likelihood of the other. Correct. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. Like, and so they, yeah. I don't know how the, you Venn diagram it's that. It's additive. Yeah. It's good. It's really, really good. Yeah. And I was like, Alyssa, can you, can you just join and do some recon? And you were like, no, I have to prove evidence of all three. Yeah. I have to. Which is like, wow. Here's the thing. I think it would be really, really easy. Let me tell you my plan. I find a barred lawyer on LinkedIn and Mm -hmm. I make sure that they look similar to me Mm -hmm. enough. Then I create a Facebook page with that name. I'm not stealing mm-hmm. anybody's identity. I am just maybe... You're just borrowing it for cover. I'm just maybe alluding that I might be that Karen <laughs> on LinkedIn. <laughs> like, uh, that yeah. I, you know, I might be that Jessica Greenfeld. Like, mm-hmm. I might be. I'm not saying I am, but I could be. I could be her. Yeah, you're using photos of yourself. You're just using this pseudonym. Yeah. Then I add some photos of me with my friend's kids. I hang out with them mm-hmm. all the time. And then I apply to be in Peloton Law Moms. I don't know do if it. you have to prove you have a Peloton because actually that's the one place where this- It makes it hard to provide evidence, yeah. 